Olympics, watching swarms of beach footballers playing chaotic 25-a-side games on the low-tide sands. I take another sip. And another. The can's already half empty, but it's okay. I have three more in the plastic bag at my feet. It's Friday, so I don't have to feel guilty about drinking on the train. TGIF. The fun starts here. It's going to be a lovely weekend, that's what they're telling us. Beautiful sunshine, cloudless skies. In the old days, we might have driven to Corley Wood with a picnic in the papers. Spent all afternoon lying on a blanket in dappled sunlight, drinking wine. We might have barbecued out back with friends, or gone to the Rose and sat in the beer garden, faces flushing with sun and alcohol as the afternoon went on, weaving home, arm in arm, falling asleep on the sofa. Beautiful sunshine, cloudless skies, no one to play with, nothing to do. Living like this, the way I'm living at the moment, is harder in the summer when there is so much daylight, so little cover of darkness, when everyone is out and about being flagrantly, aggressively happy. It's exhausting, and it makes you feel bad if you're not joining in. The weekend stretches out ahead of me. Forty-eight empty hours to fill. I lift the can to my mouth again, but there's not a drop left. Monday the 8th of July, 2013. Morning. It's a relief to be back on the 8.04. It's not that I can't wait to get into London to start my week. I don't particularly want to be in London at all. I just want to lean back in the soft, sagging velour seat. Feel the warmth of the sunshine streaming through the window. Feel the carriage rock back and forth, and back and forth. The comforting rhythm of wheels on tracks. I'd rather be here, looking out at the houses beside the track, than almost anywhere else. There's a faulty signal on this line, about halfway through my journey. I assume it must be faulty in any case, because it's almost always red. We stop there most days sometimes just for a few seconds, sometimes for minutes on end. If I sit in carriage D, which I usually do, and the train stops at this signal, which it almost always does, I have a perfect view into my favourite trackside house. Number 15. Number 15 is much like the other houses along this stretch of track. A Victorian semi, two storeys high, overlooking a narrow, well-tended garden which runs around twenty feet down towards some fencing, beyond which lie a few metres of no-man's land before you get to the railway track. I know this house by heart. I know every brick. I know the colour of the curtains in the upstairs bedroom, beige with a dark blue print. I know that the paint is peeling off the bathroom window frame, and that there are four tiles missing from a section of the roof over on the right-hand side. I know that on warm summer evenings, the occupants of this house, Jason and Jess, sometimes climb out of the large sash window to sit on the makeshift terrace on top of the kitchen extension roof. They are a perfect golden couple. He is dark-haired and well-built, strong, protective, kind. He has a great laugh. She is one of those tiny bird women, a beauty, pale-skinned with blonde hair cropped short. She has the bone structure to carry that kind of thing off. Sharp cheekbones dappled with a sprinkling of freckles, a fine jaw, 
While we're stuck at the red signal, I look for them. Jess is often out there in the mornings, especially in the summer, drinking her coffee. Sometimes when I see her there, I feel as though she sees me too. I feel as though she looks right back at me, and I want to wave. I'm too self-conscious. I don't see Jason quite so much. He's away a lot with work. But even if they're not there, I think about what they might be up to. Maybe this morning they've both got the day off and she's lying in bed while he makes breakfast. Or maybe they've gone for a run together, because that's the sort of thing they do. Tom and I used to run together on Sundays. Me going at slightly above my normal pace, him at about half his, just so we could run side by side. Maybe Jess is upstairs in the spare room, painting. Or maybe they're in the shower together. Her hands pressed against the tiles. His hands on her hips.